Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Elliot Rowe is about to freaking blow your mind. This guy is just a champion, a hypnotist, uh, just a high-performance human being, mindset coach, just awesome, awesome dude. So you definitely want to stick around. Before we dive into that, I want to say thank you for tuning in, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self here today. Whether you're here on the Facebook Live or the podcast, I just welcome you and thank you for being here, for taking one step at a time. In these, these interesting, opportunity-filled times, it's, it's about how you respond. And if you're tuning into this and growing yourself, kudos. Kudos for filling your mind with empowerment and wisdom to take your next steps. Let's talk about our iTunes review of the week next. I believe it's SwartzB22 who did the review for this week. Let's put that on the screen. Yep. He says, win, or he or she says, win. Chris inspires by encouraging everyone to become the greatest possible self so you can become all you were created to be. Thanks so much, SwartzB22. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future marathon, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you in advance for doing that. I'm going to bring on Elliot in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. This guy... He's like working with such such epic people, like Olympians, and, and he's just he's a freaking powerhouse. So you definitely want to stay tuned in this interview. I, I can can guarantee, not a legal guarantee, but I guarantee from my, my heart to yours, you are gonna get some awesome, awesome value from this interview. So stick around all the way through to the end, because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce Elliot and we'll bring him on. Originally from, from London and now based in Utah. Elliot is the co-founder and voice of the mindset coaching app, Primed Mind. Primed Mind utilizes meditation, hypnotherapy, and mindset coaching to help users unlock their full potential. Elliot is a leading expert in mindset optimization for high performers whose clientele includes Olympic medalists, UFC champions, Hollywood actors, startup founders, CEOs, and Wall Street traders, and mind sports competitors. Elliot's poker clients have earned over $80 million in tournaments, including winning the World Series of Poker main event. He has worked with startups to go from zero to eight-figure valuations and has helped athletes who were told they were finished in their sport to make comebacks that no one else thought possible. His unique mindset coaching system leverages the power of hypnotherapy to eliminate debilitating fears and self-sabotage, allowing you to operate in a state of peak performance every single day. And we are blessed to have Elliot with us here today. Elliot, are we ready to bring the heat, my man? We are. How are you doing, Chris? Dude, amazing, man. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here, brother. And just the wisdom that you have accumulated, the people's lives that you have impacted, bro, just like kudos. <laughs> kudos, Thank man. You. Yes, it's it's super inspiring, man. So we're going to dive into how it all works in a second. Before that, let's talk about this this theme today, which is using chaos and crises to fuel creation. What does that mean for you, Elliot? 
Um, I, I'll be honest, I see your crisis as a potential for opportunity. So, you know, what we're seeing at the moment, as you say, there's chaos going on everywhere um, and that leaves gaps. And whenever there are gaps left, you have a chance to jump into that gap and really, I mean, take advantage of the situation. Sounds a little bit too uh, capitalist um, for it, but really just ensure that you understand there's still opportunity, there's still potential in any market at all. Um, and it really comes down to people are going to value different things. What is it they're going to value after this and during this? Yeah. And how can you offer that to them? So, so that's how I view it. It's really just an understanding of how people, um, yeah, what people value when they change. Yeah, I think that's so important, man, because it's, it's, I think there's a, a conversation going around that, oh, because this is happening, people are not willing to spend money. You know, like the, the money flow stops. And it's like, no, their values have just been reordered, re rearranged, like in, in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. There's, it's like values are so important to identify what drives us and what creates our results, right? Oh, completely. And like, like you say, we're in this situation where there's always money being spent. Yeah. Um, there are always going to be people making money. Uh, what people spend that money on will change. Um, you know, quite clearly right now, everyone used to say, I'm saving up for my vacation. Uh, probably that money won't be spent on vacations right now. Uh, or for quite some time. Uh, people are going to be un uncomfortable traveling for quite some time, I'd imagine, with what's been happening. So all it is is there's going to be a redistribution of that wealth mm. to things that people want to spend the money on. And we don't know yet. This is all very new. We don't know where that's going to be, um, but it's going to be somewhere. Dude, Elliot, this is gold, man. I want to talk about your app, Primed Mind. Tell us a little bit more about that, and we're going to get back into your, your journey in a second. But just for everyone who's just tuning in, use hypnotherapy, use meditation. Tell us more, man. So I've got a, an app that's on the Apple Store and um, Android, and um, effectively it's designed to be like a more specific version of the, you know, the traditional meditation apps. So you've got Headspace, you've got Calm, people like that. With Prime Mind, what we wanted to do is create content that was, rather than just mindfulness meditation, um, applicable to everyday situations. So uh, before a job interview, um, before going on a date, focusing yourself to start your day with the best possible mindset, um, dealing with your relatives, <laughs> you know, like hundreds and hundreds of specific hypnotherapy audios yeah. um, that you can use to, to specifically improve your performance on all of these little stressful things that pop up in life. Um, so we have like a get yourself to sleep section with a large number of sleep MP3s. We've got different sports, those sorts of things. Um, so that was the, th the theory behind it. So we have that app and you can download and try it for free. Um, from the the iTunes store and um, yeah, see what you think. I love it. I love it, man. We're going to be diving into more of the principles behind it and hypnotherapy and just the work that you're doing in the world today. It's awesome. I want to go back into your journey first, Elliot. Talk about yeah. like what, what got you started in, in poker, hypnotherapy, your journey. Tell us more, man. Okay. So um, my journey as a hypnotherapist um, started because I had a fear of flying. So I had a, a significant fear of flying. I would do short haul flights. Um, I would start worrying about them about a week before the flight. And then I'd spend my whole vacation worrying about the fact I had to fly home. So it was a significant issue to the extent of I, I turned down a few long haul trips um, just purely because I didn't want to stay on a plane for that long. 
someone recommended a hypnotherapist. I was quite skeptical. And um, she managed to resolve the issue in an hour, which was completely life-changing for me. Mm-hmm. And what was most interesting was it made to me as to why it would work afterwards. So it's nothing like the stage hypnosis. Um, it's like a guided meditation. You get very relaxed. Um, you think about the emotion that you feel that you're struggling with. So for me, it was anxiety and was on a flight. And then it, the, the hypnotherapy draws out memories from you um, as to other times in your life you felt that way. So I initially got some memories of turbulence. And then a very early memory came up of being around three years old. Um, at my grandfather's house, being shown a picture of a small plane and being told his business partners had died on it. So from that point, I'd picked up the thought that planes equal danger equal death, could have killed my granddad, stay away from planes. So the sort of work through that in the session, uh, and afterwards I felt different about flying. But what was most interesting to me is it wasn't a memory I was conscious of. Mm-hmm. And um, I spoke to my mom and I asked her, if that, you know, is this real? Did that happen? And she said, yes, it did. So I had something I wasn't conscious of make me feel different about it and I had evidence that it was actually true um, and so it just blew my mind and because of that I decided I wanted to learn hypnotherapy um, initially I thought it'd be uh, for fun and to help friends and family and as it became more and more successful it became the right choice to to go 100% into hypnotherapy in terms of with poker and um, the other sports um, I started working with poker players. I was working with golfers and seeing some success. And um, someone was in the poker industry that I was friends with and said that poker players get really stressed at the table and it impacts the way that they play. And I managed to find some poker clients. They had some success. Uh, They recommended friends. They recommended friends. They recommended friends. And I ended up working with a number of the top players in the world in poker. And they had the success that you described earlier. They over $80 million now in cashes. So... It's been it's been really really fun from that side, and because of the poker world, um, it's linked to a lot of these other worlds as well. Yeah. So big business, sports, Olympics, those sorts of things. So as I was seeing success in poker, I was getting introduced to athletes in different sports, Wall Street traders, owners of companies, um, and that and then everything's brought it out. And now I'm probably twenty percent poker, eighty percent other things you know, different different areas and yeah that's been the story of the last 10 years basically Elliot, i love it we're going to be diving into all that all that gold man there's so much so much there um let's talk about the the poker you know when when you help these people like you're you're rising up through the ranks through the industry and getting known and like transforming the best of the best people you know so it's like when you work with that level of person then all of a sudden these other industries who are wanting to play at the top of their game they're like hey Elliot's doing this over here in poker like we want to bring him over here and see what he can do in in these different industries and as you create more results you just start getting to the top of of all these different industries man it's awesome and and I think we're really is um i took a number of players from from completely unknown to to the top in the world wow. so there were there were a few players who came up um and i think it was because of that big shift of like what's going on these players hadn't been heard of before they're now becoming incredibly successful i had two people um become number one in the world um because of that i think that's that really helped getting the um 
getting other sports interested, other businesses interested. And then I saw similar success in the other sports and similar success in business. And then everything's word of mouth. In, in honesty, in this type of industry, no marketing really works. Um, everything only comes from personal recommendation um, because it's hypnotherapy for performance. You know, it's <laughs> it's not the easiest thing to sell, yeah. um, but but it has gone it's gone well. Yeah, and it's 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 um it's such a deep level of like vulnerability that your clients get to be with you, right? And it's like le- letting you lead them right into the into the depths of of their mind and their un- unconscious. And I think for a lot of people that that's that's a huge level of trust. And only it seems like only when you produce huge results and you get recommended with really standing ovation, um, you know, recommendation, like that's what opens the door to these people who may seem inaccessible to let's say, you know, 98% of, of service providers, but that top one or 2% because of that level of trust and results, then those doors start opening. Exactly. Um, you know, every, everything's based on results. And it's one of the things about the whole coaching industry and, the hypnotherapy industry which it does get discussed a lot that there aren't necessarily very stringent qualifications certainly for coaching you don't really need to be qualified in anything to be a coach um i've never seen that as a massive issue in the industry because if you don't get results you don't get clients and if you get results you get clients so i don't really see it as a particularly huge issue um does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah, it does, it does, man. Um, I want to go back into those early years of building your business. Like, what was important for your your you know self development? How you ran your business? Uh, obviously, results are super important. Is there anything else that really helped you accelerate your journey, man? Um, in the early days, I'd use a lot of forums. I would answer people's questions. Um, that certainly generated some level of buzz. Uh, I created a podcast. I've got two podcasts, one in poker and one for peak performance. Um, that definitely Im- improved credibility yeah. um, and made a difference with the types of guests I was able to generate because of my client list. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think really that that was a key thing. The podcasts were really important. Um but the the good standing with my clients and them being comfortable recommending me um, really has been completely key. Without those client recommendations, it would have been incredibly difficult to grow. Because as I said, um, ad- advertising I don't believe is particularly effective for this kind of work, especially at this. Fine, you can build clients at a normal level with just adverts, but you're not going to pick up CEOs of major companies with a Facebook advert. Wow. It's it's like so much more of a high touch custom experience, right? And like really, really showing them that, hey, I'm not like the other guys. Like I will really go the extra mile, move mountains to to build a relationship with you. Yeah. And um and, and it's it's been so fun, honestly, Chris. It's, I feel incredibly fortunate to be yeah. doing, to be doing this as a job and to meet the people I need. Yeah, have the conversations I have all day. Man, I love it. Um, so you you had the poker pod podcast. You built the high performance podcast. Um, I mean, I feel like with the poker podcast, it's let's niche and poker with hypnotherapy and you know bringing on great guests and stuff like that's that seems like that's it's a unique combination that really brings the the results. Is there anything else that you've seen really work well for you for your business to grow um, to get? to get the word out there besides word of mouth producing results is there anything else that stood out for you that you recommend I, I, yeah i mean 
I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm a strong believer in hypnotherapy, um, certainly regression hypnotherapy, which is what I focus on. So that is what's generating results for me. Um, another thing, I have found masterminds, um, both speaking at masterminds and attending masterminds as a guest, um, really powerful ways of networking, much more so than the large events that I've been to. So when there's an event with 500 plus people, um, I've rarely seen very much true value. You get a lot of contacts from those events, but you don't get any relationships from those events. When you go to a good quality mastermind and there's 20 people there, 10 to 20 people there, I found that you actually get a lot a, a lot more out of a, um, a mastermind with 20 people than you do out of an event with 500, 5,000 people in the event because everyone's just saying hello, giving their name. They're, they're not getting into each other. Um, so, so something if you're in this sort of industry, um, helping people improve, I, I would recommend finding the smaller groups rather than necessarily these huge audiences. Yeah, in smaller groups, playing at that high level, right? Because masterminds, like it's not it's not just a group that gets together, but it's like, hey, we're playing at a, a really high level, committed to you know 10xing our lives, our businesses, you know, everything around us. Oh, completely. And um, it, obviously, it's not always easy to get into them. But if you can find a way, um, it's just really worthwhile. Yeah. Um, if you do things, you seem to progress there. I wanted to ask around, um, you know, you, you have these relationships across different industries, um, like really vastly different industries, right? Like entrepreneurship, you know, uh, Olympians, acting, acting. Do you, are you a part of any, you may, you may or may not be able to talk about it, but like, are you a part of any masterminds that are at that like level associating with so many different industries and like a wide variety of industries? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I actually run a very high level mastermind. Yeah. So I have one of those myself where I bring in clients from all of these different areas um, and they meet up. Unfortunately, uh, we've, we've just had to cancel one that's in a few weeks time in, <laughs> in Utah. Um, yeah, uh, this isn't, you know, I'm a lot of people are having a lot worse time with this than I am. So uh, no sympathy needed at all. Um, but yeah, so I run one like that, which is a mastermind with people from very, very diverse backgrounds from, you know, champion athletes to business people to high level coaches, that sort of thing. Um, I, I was also going to be going to another one very similar to mine, um, but it was also cancelled in two weeks' time. So, so yeah, there are, but there are a few. I've spoken at a number of the masterminds. There, there are a lot of good events, um, but what's worth looking at is just what's right for your industry and what you're looking to achieve. There, there are tons and tons in the online marketing arena. Um, so, in that direction if it's what you're doing a lot of people who listen to podcasts do run online businesses if you're not part of a mastermind who, spe who specifically works on that area i would definitely say look into them they can seem expensive but i've certainly found when i've invested i've almost always got a significant return on that investment yeah wow i love it man um you you're just like crushing it, elliot i'm super super inspired i know our audiences as well just um the level that you're playing i think a lot of people really aspire to be at that level of association of impact um i'm curious for you what's what's most fulfilling about being able to work with these high high level performers and, and transform their results um the most the most fulfilling is when they're not already at the top and i get them to the top so that's the most fun ride is if someone's top 10 trying to get to number one or top 20 um going through that journey of you know taking them 
to the very peak of whatever sport it is or activity you're in business go from a small company to to becoming a much larger company and getting big valuations, things like that. That's a lot of fun. So for me, it's about the stories and playing a role in those stories. So I found that I found that most fulfilling over the last um, over the last ten years. Just that sort of yeah, being able basically being able to watch a movie play out in real time of someone going from struggling to extraordinarily successful. Um, it, it's really an honor to be able to support these people and and play a role in these stories. And I've been fortunate enough that it's happened a number of times. Is there is there key shifts that you have seen as like patterns that that can typically happen between someone who's in the tenth or the twentieth spot to getting to number one? Yeah, I mean it's nearly always self sabotage. Mm-hmm. It's a fear of failure, fear of success, something along those lines. And you know, for the audience now, um, if you want to, you know, have a think about this is just a process that I use with clients to get an idea of it. But even when we're just discussing beforehand what they're looking to achieve. I'll often say to people, are you now in the world and I'm 30th in the world? I'll say, what does number one world do differently to you? And they'll um, they'll provide me with a list of all the things that the number one in the world does that they don't do. Wow. And I'll say, okay, so you have exactly the formula of what you need to do to become number one in the world, but you've made a decision to not do those things. And then when we dig into that in the hypnotherapy, usually it's a self-sabotage because by not trying, by not doing everything, they're actually giving their ego an out. Wow. So they're allowing their ego to say, I would have been the best if I'd done everything I should have done. And that is usually what's holding most people back. And it doesn't matter whether it's in business, whether it's in sports. It's the same thing over and over again. It's that little voice saying, hey, we know what to do. If we don't do it, it's not really us. You know, it's it's not it's not about me. Um and it's that ego protection that stops people being their best version of themselves. Dang, dude. This is this is powerful. So again, like really getting that that's I think is it um success strategy, like the strategy of what does a number one person do? Like how do they think, how do they see the world, how do they eat, sleep, and breathe? And it's interesting that it sounds like a lot of people are aware of the differences that separate us from that number one position. But you said that we've made a choice. We've made a decision that like, we're not going to do those things for whatever reason, for whatever justification that we have. And that's what, what keeps us stuck and self-sabotaging. And it's usually subconscious. So, um, you know, usually the person's not aware they're doing until they're pointed out, until it's pointed out. Um, But if you push someone, they nearly always can generate this list of the activities that person's doing to become successful that they're choosing not to do themselves. And as soon as you have that list, you have a roadmap. um, And with that roadmap, you just have to get the person onto the roadmap. And if they start following it, they'll, they'll definitely be doing better than they were. Almost instantly, just from that. And then it's about iterations, right? It's like, okay, so from this vantage point, what do you see as the gap? Okay, let's go take action on that. And then that'll get them, you know, up five spots. And it's like, okay, from this vantage point, what do you see as the gap? And then it's just constantly evolving. Uh, Yeah, and I think iterations is a great word to use because another big part of this, as I said, is fear of failure. So people being really concerned that they're going to try and they're going to fail. And not seeing that that failure is actually needed for them to have success because you try your best, you're almost always guaranteed to fail initially, but you then have the data of what to change 
to then upgrade yourself and try your best again. And then you fail again and you upgrade, use the data, upgrade. If you don't try your best, you never truly have the data as to what to improve um, because you're telling yourself you didn't try your best anyway. If I tried my best, I would have been successful. Dude, this is this is powerful, Elliot. This is gold, man. I want to dive into the app, the Primed Mind, yeah. um, and like, what is what is different about this app? Because you know, just speaking about general awareness, people might have seen hypnosis tracks on YouTube. They might have seen meditations, yeah. things like that. What would you say is different about your app and how you've built it um, that sets it apart from just general stuff that's out there on in in the marketplace and on YouTube? Um, well, as I say, in in terms of um the sort of the idea it is hypnotherapy and meditation there are meditation tracks but it's much more specific to situations mm -hmm. so as i say i'm preparing to go on a date um preparing for a sales call um starting your day recovering after a stressful day shifting your emotional state um anxiety rather than let's say a traditional meditation app which will be usually doing mindfulness meditation which is clearing the mind and as thoughts come allowing them to release so the traditional meditation so it's getting very focused for a difficult activity um, we've also got seven day courses in there things like confidence growth recovery sleep um, that, that you can go through um, and i'm using a lot of the tools in the app um, that i use with the highest performers in the world in many different areas and that i sort of you know, I've I've been doing that same iteration process on my hypnotherapy process over those last ten years. So there are many there are many people out there creating hypnotherapy tracks. There are very few hypnotherapists in the world who work with the, the sort of people that I work with um, and who have that experience. So you're getting some percentage of the work that I've I've done with top performers in the world. Um, and that's something that is unique, unique compared to the majority of other apps and the things you'll find on YouTube. What, what would you say is different um, about when you work with those extremely high-level performers and what you gained as a uh, practitioner, as a facilitator, as a hypnotherapist from other people who might just be working with you know, the, the average, average Joe, so to speak? Um. I think I see those iterations happening faster with high performers. Yeah. Um, and because of that, they will always push. You know, I have a level of client who will always be pushing for me to be at my best as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're dealing with somebody um, who's not at those sorts of levels, you're not going to get the same level of push. Um, but I'm in that situation where, you know, as I, I have to be giving my all the whole time. I have to be performing at a very high level in my sessions otherwise i'll get called out because these are highly professional highly successful people and they should be calling me out if i'm not performing at that level so i'd say it's probably the sharpening of the knife is different um if you're always working in this high performance zone and, and that's not to say there are loads of high quality hemotherapists out there you know, but when it comes to performing i do believe the testing and doing this with high performers in many different industries um, I, I think it does make a difference as with any coach um, you know if you are working with high school athletes or if you're working with Olympic athletes there are things that you pick up from your clients because we learn as much from them oh, as yeah. they learn from us oh yeah um, and if you're fortunate enough to be working with people who are the best in the world there, there's a level of that that's going to rub off you know especially if you're doing this year after year after year wow dude 
I love it. I love it, man. Um, I, w- I want to ask about like what's in these in these hypnosis tracks and, and meditations because there's so many different um, like techniques in hypnosis and NLP. Like when you were constructing them, obviously performance, obviously results. That w- that's what we want um, to produce. But is there any other components or um, aspects of it that you felt was critical to c- help people create that extremely high performance and and um, transformations? Um, well, with with the there's a pretty substantial difference between the mp3s in the app and sessions that i can do with the client um so my audios in the app are my my sort of my best attempt at trying to get as close to what it would be like doing a session but in reality they're probably at around 20 percent of a session and the reason for that is with with audios um you can only do suggestion hypnotherapy um so you're listening to me you're not giving any feedback which I'm then responding to. Mm. In my sessions, um, we're exploring the person's subconscious and their memories. And a lot of the work is done by working through these, you know, core traumatizing events of their life and and allowing them to release release the emotion they're stored in that. Um, Now, it's just not possible to do that in an audio. It's just, it's just not. So these are suggestion tracks to get you in the right mindset to perform that day. And, this is one of the other things about hypnotherapy that that I believe, and I, I believe all of it's an art, and I'm a science yet, um, with all forms of um, you know psychology. Um, I, I believe it's still in the very early stages of really understanding what's happening. Um, oh, yeah. So, so I see this as with the suggestion work, listening to an audio can set you up to perform at your best for that day. So you're going to, you want to, you listen to the start your day audio, gets you hyped up for the day. You've got your schedule in your mind. You know what you need to do. You're going to go and crush that day. What it, what it can't do is you listen to that audio and then you don't need to listen to it again because you're just going to crush your every day, crush every day because you've done it. Um, it doesn't work like that. It's not a long-term fix. It's a bandage. Mm. So you're going into an exam. You listen to it before the exam. You go into the exam focused, ready to crush. Mm. Um, but but again, go into an exam six months' time, you'll want to listen to it again before the next exam. When we do the regression work, like I was describing in my, my situation with the... Um, you're looking to resolve the root cause. And once the root cause is resolved, the problem's resolved and you don't have an issue again. So I always like to be very clear about the difference between how I see, and again, this is how I see as an art and science, um, how, how I see this working. And it's that you can, um, yeah, the regression is sort of the, the true healing of the wound and the suggestion is the Band-Aid if you haven't managed to resolve the issue yet. Wow. So... I have in my mind this image that there's um you know peeling away the layers of the onion there's always a deeper layer to get to right and and getting to the root cause for me I also hear that it's done you know like we're we're past that that block that wound that uh, self sabotage whatever the memory that has such a charge um it it seems like there would always be something more to discover because that's just like life is there is there a distinction so, that you make around yeah that? so so the way I would describe it is if you think of it as a it's a gauge here. Um, my fear of flying was at a nine or probably a nine because I'd still get on some flights. Um, so I'm at the nine out of ten. By resolving that issue, I'm at a two, but I'm not at a zero. But I've gone from a nine to a two. 
Completely and is it is it possible for me to continue working on that over and over and over again and try and find other small tiny triggers to take me to a two to a one or a zero? Yeah. Probably it is. And you're right, there is always. However, there's one thing that took me from a nine to a two. That's the one that I'm most worried about. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way I view it with everything. So different anxieties, these self-sabotages, these fears of failure, you'll always be able to find something else. But if we can get you from getting in your own way and blocking your life all the way to being completely open and, you know, once a month, once every six months, something may trigger you. If you were getting triggered every day, the difference is so enormous that it's not relevant. And Honestly, most people are doing multiple sessions with me. It's very rare that I'm never doing multiple sessions. Um, so, you know, we are continually working on this. And with people who are world-class, they want to continue finding. And there are people who are looking to just keep going and going and just trying to get sharp and sharp and sharp. But for the majority of people, if you're just in your normal everyday life and you have a, an issue around whatever it might be, um, some fear, all of the things I've been discussing, um, finding that one big thing, the initial sensitizing event, um, that caused that. And, and usually, just so you know, it's not the thing you think it is. <laughs> so that's, that's the, most, the most interesting thing I've found is it's usually the thing before the thing you think it is. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason for that is for something to really upset you, something has to have happened before that to put you in a position where something will really upset you. Yeah. So it's like this, you know, oh, why are you scared of a spider? You know, I was a kid and someone drew a spider in my hair. Okay, why was it scary for you that a kid threw a spider in your hair? Because it's not something that has to be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, if we go even earlier, I saw my mum screaming when she saw a spider. So, right. you know, they thought the traumatizing event was having the spider thrown in their hair. But in reality, that was only traumatizing because they already had a fear that had been set up from something before that. Um, so it's usually the thing before the thing you think it is, is the thing is the, is the important, um, thing to resolve. And it's not always something terrifically traumatic. Right. It's however the child has taken on that program. It's, yeah, I love what you said there. It's the program, it's the filter that gets installed, and that installation could be painless. Could be like, oh, isn't that interesting? And then the next time it's like, ah! <laughs> exactly. But without that initial installation, the next time that thing that was terrifying wouldn't have been terrifying because you wow. wouldn't have been notably scared of it. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a trip. I feel like I've done a lot of, um, not a lot, but a number of hypnotherapy sessions, and I, I don't think I've ever really heard that before so i I think i think that's really really powerful and um that's that's awesome that you make that distinction elliot because i like i'm always wanting to take my performance to the next level i'm like you know what is still there and i think you know bringing bringing this with my conscious attention to to whoever the practitioner is saying hey i i I think i've worked on these things but it's probably that thing before so this is this is genius man yeah it's as i say it's going to that one deeper level um, you know, sometimes it's multiple, usually it's only one and just working out why would that have been a problem for me? Obviously, you know, if someone's had something horrifically traumatizing, yeah. significant sexual assault, family member being murdered, you know, there are some things that are obviously would traumatize anyone. Right. Um, but usually, especially with the fear of failure stuff, it's subtle things. It's mm. a comment your mom would 
you five or six that you've latched on to that made you believe that you're not good at things like that that you're not you don't consciously remember them but in a hypnotherapy session um, it will bring up those memories in a very vivid way that you wouldn't be able to in a conversation and that's where you get the really interesting change dude this is this is gold um there's a, I, I think there's different types different modalities of hypnotherapy um how how does someone know like who the practitioner is that they should go with what's the different like modality that they should focus on or type of of hypnotherapy they should choose i mean for me personally i i do regression based hypnotherapy okay. um people have different names for that um it's it's not particularly structured anywhere in the world really um not even just the us so it's it, people create their own systems they give them their own, their own brand names um, there are a number of those but i would always be talking to a hypnotherapist if when you ask them what the session will be like and they say i'll just be talking to you and i'll be telling you to visualize things mm. then that's suggestion hypnotherapy so that's similar to my app so you can feel great after that and it can make some change but i, I believe it's quite rare for that to be more lasting change that's my belief in it um when it comes to if I was looking for someone and the experiences I've had and what I've seen over the years, finding someone who's happy to do the regression work mm -hmm. and help you resolve the issues that you're carrying and upgrade the programming that your mind is running, that software, yeah. then I would say find someone who's happy to do regression. Um, and if you phone up a number of hypnotherapists, I would I would assume the majority would be happy to do regression, but I, I in honesty I stay out of the industry pretty much. I'm sort of in my own little world of high performance and coaching and hypnotherapy, so it's I don't have lists and lists of people I can recommend. Hmm, that's interesting. What what was the decision to keep that distance for you from the industry? Um, I I believe there's a lot of time wasting. Um, hmm. People arguing about semantics. Um, I'm, I, I'm in some contact. I have mentors in the industry. I pay people um, to hear their point of view, that sort of thing. Um, but when it comes to, to being involved in, a, a lot of people want their way to be the way. Mm. Um, and a lot of time can be wasted arguing on the internet about whose way is what way. And really, the, the only thing that I'm interested in is the results that my clients are getting. Um, so for me, I'm interested in the results my clients get, what I'm learning about the subject and the reading I personally do. Um, mm. and, and then as I say, work with, I usually sort of, if I like a book, I'll reach out to the author and see if I can talk to them. And usually you can, if you reach out to authors, especially in such a niche industry. Um, the other thing that I'm doing is when someone, I've got a few people who are qualified as hypnotherapists mm. and I've trained them after mm. they've done their qualifications so i've got a few people i work with in that way but i just find um me, uh, my interest is really my clients selfishly and um you know i let i let all the other people argue about who's best and who's doing what <laughs> focus on <laughs> yeah i mean and that's how i see it um and so far it's working so if it continues to work i'll, be, I'll continue this way and if anything changes um maybe i'll be at lots of conventions but it's not something i can see happening yeah I love it. I love it, man. Um, I want to talk about the app a little bit more because I know that's like super important for you to to get out and, and share with the world. What's mm. what's your vision with it um, and how, how you want it to impact the world? Um, well, it's sort of it's, it's starting to change. It's a decent size. We have about 200,000 users at the moment. Wow. Um, so it's a decent size, but it's not huge. Yeah. So we definitely want to grow the user base. We want we've got, I think, 
we go between a 4.9 and a five star rating on iTunes, which is, it's been really it's good. Great. Um, it's great. So it's really just about getting people to try it. So we're looking to get more people to download it and give it, use the free trial and see if it's something you want to keep. Um, another thing that I want to do this year is include a veterans section for free. Mm-hmm. So um, one, of th- one of the things I'll be working on is um, things like do sessions on survivors' guilt, um, getting back into society after you've been in the military, um, dealing with stressful situations, um, letting go of trauma. So I'm going to be making um that section for free because it's just something i want to do there's you know there's not from a financial perspective i just think if i can make those it's a good idea and i'm talking with some veterans about what they would want so that's that's in process the other thing we're doing in the last week or so is we've started adding some free uh, audios to youtube as well because of the stress that people are dealing with so i've added a sleep one a moving forward one i've just recorded a new anxiety one we're recording a couple for people who are um, just starting to work from home and the difficulties that they're going to face with working from home um and again we're just looking to provide free content for people so just use it as a, a social thing to just try and help people when times are tough and that's why so you know we're putting on youtube you don't need to download the app to listen to that you just go on youtube and, <laughs> and listen to it Ooh, uh, just... <laughs> hey Sorry about that. We are good. <laughs> technical, di- technical difficulties managed to fix it. Um, but yeah, so so that's what we're doing. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it grows over the next three or four years. But we, as I say, because the the sort of um, the way people are responding to it when they try it, we know we have a high quality product. Um, it's just the, just the marketing as to whether we see if we can get it to grow to the really big level and. And also just offer enough stuff to free so I can help as many as people as possible, you know, in in a relatively efficient way, time-wise, yeah. because I can record it one. Mm-hmm. You know, do a million times, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. And what you were saying earlier about it's kind of like a Band-Aid, right? To, it's really important to do that deep-rooted work to uproot that that core event and a thing that happened before that, that event. Um, I, I was thinking like, Oh, about new nootropics or nootropics. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the brain brain, yeah. um, you know, like it, it enhances our brain function. It's like just doing that right before it like supercharges how we see ourselves or identity, those positive suggestions. So it's like we go in primed, right? Primed mind, go in primed to the situation, um, to be our best rather than allowing whatever, um, self-talk we may have accumulated up until that point to be the dominating thing. It's like, no, like let's, let's whip you into, into shape, do some pushups. Okay. Now, now I'm flexing. I got, I got bigger muscles. Cool. Like let's, let's do the photo shoot. So I think that like, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. As I say, it's, um, it, it can really change. It can still really change things. Like if you're struggling, you know, you don't need something that gets you to sleep every night for, you need something that gets you to sleep tonight. And yeah. what we're providing is something that you're struggling to sleep tonight. Listen to this. It's going to help you to get to sleep tonight. Yeah. And you know, that's that's what this app is able to provide. Yeah. Dude, this is this is gold. I want to talk about um, you have like so many reviews. You have a ton of users, ton of people saying great stuff. Like what do people what are people saying about the app? Like what have you seen that you're really excited about as far as the results that are being produced? Um, I mean, we 
it, it's really just the people who said it's worked. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're feeling results on the individual. As I say, there's so many different audios yeah. um, that, you know, the results are as varied as, you know, there are people playing golf, there are people on the stock market, there are people dancing. Um, so the reviews are eclectic. But really the key thing for me is, hey, I was struggling with X, I listened to this, I it, it helped me on that day. And that's really... That's the whole aim of trying to do with it. And we've got large numbers of people who say that's what it lets them do. That's awesome, man. I've heard you say multiple times, um, the only thing that I'm interested in or like the top thing is the results that my clients are getting. I'm curious if that was um, a belief or like something that you intentionally put into your mind or has that been something that you feel has been with you the entire time that you've you've been uh, in business for yourself, been an entrepreneur, been serving people? it's just the most fun part it's it's not it's not pre-ordained it's not something that i've had to drill in the thing that i find fun is the story and that's what i enjoy about my job um so you know for selfish reasons because of that if i enjoy being part of a success story and seeing someone's life change um the thing that i'm most interested in is seeing their lives change because that's what that's what makes me want to go to work in the morning that's why in all honesty if i win a Fifty million dollars. I'll still be doing my sessions for free. I'll still be doing the same number because I get to be at you know I get to be cage side at UFC. I get to be at the final table of the World Series of Poker. I get to you know be in meetings when someone's trying to get evaluation for their company. Um, I get seats at the tables that people don't get, and that's a ton of fun. So for me, that it, it's just. The thing that I enjoy most is that. So, so that's where my focus is, and and that matches well with what my clients want because obviously my clients want to have the most success possible as well. So, yeah. we're both on exactly the same team. Um, and as I said, I just really enjoy the story, and they obviously enjoy the success. Dude, this, is, this is awesome, man. Um, I know you are you're an exclusive person to work with as far as pricing. Um, when when these high level people work with you, right? You're not cheap. You're you're like one of the best, right? So you get that um, value in exchange. Um, is there anything that you would recommend as far as uh, what people can do to to raise their value up, to raise their rates, and and be at that the top of their game like that? Um. Well, in terms of the way that I did this throughout my career, um, is because of the word of mouth, I would get ridiculously fully booked. And when I would get to a stage where I was going to be fully booked for a month and I was getting people complain that they couldn't book in, I would just increase my prices. Um, and then when I'd get to that same stage at the next price level, I'd increase my prices and just as a cycle. And and that's literally, the, I mean, it's not exactly the most technical <laughs> <laughs> if you get really busy don't stay at the same price and the main reason now is and i'm i'm expensive now it's an investment significant investment to work with me um is i had a number of clients where that they're, they're taking risks like say poker players who are playing with a million dollars on the table in front of them they want to be able to book me when they want to be able to book me because it's really serious or someone competing for a world championship or somebody who's trading significant money in the stock market, uh, they don't want to be told that I've got to say, I've got, I've got availability in six weeks' time. That doesn't have value for them because the value in this, like, they need help today. Yeah. Um, so so that's why, that's 
that's how I moved up and, and that's why. And I think it's very difficult to have a high price point if you don't have demand. Mm. So I, I think you have to have that demand before um, and probably an amount of credibility and experience because it would be very hard for me to have calls with, you know, if someone was interested in working with me now. Um, if I didn't have the results, it would be very hard for me to say, well, my prices are this price if someone questions it. And they can say, well, you know, these are the results I've had. I'm fully booked. You know, this is this is what I charge. Take it or leave it. It'd be wonderful to work with you if you feel I'm a good fit. And if not, I'll try and find you someone else. There are people I've trained who are much cheaper than me. And I can almost always find someone. You know, if you're interested, if you're listening to this, in I can find someone who will be a good price point for you. Um, but most of the time, that person won't be me for most people. And unless, you know, you're already sort of top 30 in the world of what you're doing, you're ready to make a significant investment. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. I want to talk about um, significant things that really took you to your next level. Uh, you mentioned a couple of them, uh, working with World Series people and like, you know, top top 10, getting them up to the number one. Uh, I, I think for me, I see family as a big driver to increase our performance and get to the next level. Number one, was your family a big driver in increased performance or evolution of you? And, and what else was a, a big, you know, milestone for you along your journey? My kids were actually the biggest trigger for for my level of success that I've had in this industry. Um, so they're nearly six years old now. Um, and I went from, I had a good business before then, um, but we we had, my wife was a lawyer and she, she, she finished work when, when we had the children. So we had a very significant drop in income coming to the family. And, you know, I went from a relatively calm um, business life where I would see, you know, three or four clients a day, most days, um, to I then went through a stage. At one stage, I was seeing 10 clients a day, six days a week. So I'd do 60, 60 sessions a week. Um, yeah, I mean, I so I really turned it on. You know, I really, I really turned on the tap. Um, and I also feel that high pressure period, actually, um, just the hours and hours of hearing the same things and the pattern recognition um, with high performers over and over again, um, it, I, I think that upgraded me as a, as a coach as well. So, I mean, now I've, I've done over 11,000 individual hours of coaching with people. Um, and, you know, that's a lot of hours of coaching. <laughs> Yes, um, one to one, and and it's been nearly all high performance. Stayed away from the majority of the traditional hypnotherapy work, so I rarely ever worked with quit smoking. I rarely ever worked with weight loss. It was was pretty much from the beginning. My niche is high performance, and it'd be you know once a month I would do something outside of high performance. So just really niching in, and then just getting in hours and hours and hours and and then obviously all the self-care work that you have to do with that so you have to exercise you have to eat well you have to get high quality sleep because it's just not possible to work at that pace um and i even reached the stage where i decided it, it wasn't possible even with doing all of the self-care stuff to work at that pace so that's that's when i started increasing my prices as i was describing because it was just too much um cutting it back and working a more sensible schedule um yeah as and that's that's sort of how it worked out but yeah my kids were just a massive trigger i went from pretty comfortable and um pushing it but not pushing it at a high pace 
to the next few years were, were very intense. Wow. Dude, this is this is gold. Um being there like as a father for your kids, I know that's that's something that's super important to you. Um what was it like juggling building the business while wanting to be there and like raise your kids and be a part of their their upbringing? Um it, it created some pressure. Um where I'm lucky is I always worked from home. So yeah. I've done the majority of my career i've i've done everything via zoom or skype so it's been very rare for me i had an office at one point but um i just do everything via zoom and skype so therefore in between sessions you know i go and see my kids so they don't really feel that i'm out of the house i'm just in my office and then i catch up with them all day now i'm working significantly fewer hours so it's not an issue at all yeah Dude. It was tougher in those early days, but um, yeah, it's just it's just a reality of me wanting to be my best before them because I was picturing creating what I've been able to create now yeah. because I put in the effort at that time. Wow, I want I want to talk about that. Um, getting this vision in your mind, did you have early on a vision of being like one of the world's best hypnotherapists, or like when did that that like what you've been able to achieve? When did that come into your mind? Did that was that drive always there? Tell us about that. As soon as I decided it was going to become my career, I decided I wanted to reach the top levels of it. Um, I didn't know what those top levels looked like. Um, and you know, I still, as I say, I, stay, I steer clear of it. Um, but I'm I'm at those top levels now, I'm sure, just because of the clientele that I'm working with. Um, I also I noticed from what I had seen, a, a lot of hypnotherapists weren't looking at it with the same business perspective that I was looking at it from. Mm. So, uh, you know, it was uh, um, you decide that you're going to help be the best version of themselves it makes sense to look for people who are relatively uncapped to do that for. So if you can find clients where if you help them, they make multiple millions of dollars. There are other clients where if you help them, they'll, they'll sleep better, but they won't have a a significant impact that will be seen by everyone around them. And by finding a niche, like in my case, the early niche was poker where it was very clear if I could have a graph of someone's results and we can have a dot and it says Elliot started working with you here and then the graph went up, it was never going to be hard for me to get more poker clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so just finding something where there would be evidence of the, the shift um, was really important for, the, for that sort of trajectory. At this phase, you have the Prime Mind app. You are working one-on-one with clients as well. You you train hypnotherapists. What is the next big vision that you see that you're you're moving towards that you're excited about? Um, it's really the growth of the app. Um, is going to be big over the next few years. Um, again, more for just potential social impact I can have. It's just not possible for me to see infinite clients, but I can impact you know, it's infinite. As many people as want to download it can download it. So that's something that I'd like to see grow. Um, As I say, I run a mastermind. Um, I find that really fun and I get a lot out of that. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to grow it much more, but it's definitely a big focus of the things in my year I look forward to. 
So, so that's something I'll continue to do and enjoy. And then in terms of clients, um, if I'm fortunate enough to continue getting the sort of clients that I'm getting at the moment, um, I'll be happy. And I, I'm not really looking for a, you know, a level up from where I'm at. It's, <laughs> I'm sort of like, I've been very fortunate that there's not, there's not an obvious direction for me to say, oh, I wish I could work with X or Y or, you know, it's, um, yeah, so if I can stay where I am from the client side, that'd be great. But in terms of the, the impacting more people, especially releasing free stuff for like veterans and, you know, already we have the study stuff in the app is free. So if a, if someone at college downloads it, they can listen to like help them with exam stress and things. All of that's free already. So we just I just want to provide stuff that, that helps people. Um, yeah, just do a little bit better in whatever they're doing. And, and it's a way for me to do, the app is a way for me to do that. And obviously there's a financial side that you can subscribe to it and get access to more. Um, but the, the interesting part to me more is how many people could I impact if I can reduce the level of stress when they come back from war? Um, that's that's an exciting thing for me over the, next, over the next 20 years, you know, not next year. It's huge, man. I love it. And especially today's day and age, there's more openness to seeking these kinds of solutions. You know, like people are looking for meditations, hypnosis, uh, you know, high performance hacks and what will take them to the next level. And I think it's it's just like perfect timing because it's only going to keep growing, right? Like it, this, this self-improvement mindset is only going to keep spreading. I think we're only at the very beginning of it. Yeah. I think the, the very beginning of this industry, um, I might be wrong, but I think I think we're going to see some growth over the next decade. Yeah. And hopefully because of that, we're going to see a world where people are taking responsibility, they're performing better, they're enjoying their lives more, they're you know, having less of the bad habits. So yeah. you know, I'm hopeful I can play a tiny part in that shift. It's going to be a big part, Elliot. You're, you're, you're at the top of your game, man. <laughs> well, right, right now, you got to keep the pressure on, Chris. you got to keep... <laughs> Keep going. I will not let you off the hook unless yeah. you make a global impact, Elliot. <laughs> it's it, it needs to, that stuff needs to be said. You know, there's if you've got an opportunity to make a global impact. Yeah. Um, the only moral thing is to make that global impact. So you can say who knows what will happen, but you've got to always try. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask one more quick question before we wrap up yeah. um, with your children. What has your focus been around empowering them, giving them the tools to succeed using hypnosis? What's what's been important for you there, man? Um, well, they're, they're a bit young for the regression hypnosis. They're five, um, five-year-old twins. We use the app every night to get them to sleep. So they call it Daddy's Magic Music. And we, wow. <laughs> we put that on every evening. Um, but we have been, you know, we're very positive parents. Um, they, I mean, I don't know if they've really been shouted at in five years. Yeah. Um, they're confident, they're kind, they're happy, they understand the value of sharing, all of those things. So it's more about educating them, treating them as if, I sort of try and treat them like they're adults in the sense of how would I want to be spoken to and how would I want things explained to me. Um, and, and we've run that to say, my wife's with them much more than I'm. She puts incredible amount of effort into trying to make sure that they're feeling valued enough to come. Because nearly everything that I deal with, one of the root causes is I didn't feel like my parents really loved me. So if I can say anything to any parent out there, um, make sure even if you tell your kids off, like when you do, make sure you really explain to them afterwards that you love them, they're good enough, 
youth mm-hmm. they're awesome because that's that can carry into their 70s yeah and like i i feel like get that get that buy-in when they say like do you do you really know how much i love you <laughs> like, right? like yeah. if you don't hear that how certainty much? in their how voice <laughs> exactly um because that's that's what's going to give the self-esteem as they get older and that self-esteem is going to stop them making mistakes but again everything's an experiment yeah. um I'll tell you how we did in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> just try your best, and but this is what we're trying. So I love it. Elliot, let's tell our audience how they can connect with you if they wanted to work with you at that very tip-top level, if they wanted to work with someone who might be a more affordable price range for them, and then also about the Prime Mind app. Okay, so um, Prime Mind is just, it's on, you know, on your phone, go to whatever app store you have, and Type in Prime Mind and it'll be there and you can download it, try it for free. Um, in terms of my coaching, it's elliotrow.com is the website to use. Um, and then if you're looking for a hypnotherapist, just message elliotrow.com and um, just say that you're looking for a therapist um, and the sort of price range that you're looking for. And then I have a number of people that I can recommend you to depending on the price range that you're looking for. So you can do all of that just through my elliotrow.com site. Dude. I love it. Everyone, go to www.primedmind.com. Go to elliotrow.com. Search Prime Mind on the App Store. And Elliot, dude, you're a rock star. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. Keep impacting people, dude. Like, you're you're inspiring as heck, man. I'm I'm super, super grateful to know you and just be a part of your journey. I'm going to go download this app after this, man. It is is awesome. It is awesome stuff. Yeah, check it out. Let me know what you think. I will, man. Cheers, Chris. Have a great day. Bye-bye. From the bottom of my heart, Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.